0: You know, the glory of God is beautiful, amen? You know, there's, uh, there's times where you travel, you go places, and you see somebody, and you're like, wow, aren't they so beautiful? But it's really not their physical beauty that attracts you or makes you comfortable. It's the glory of God that's on them. That's you. you have that light, kindred spirit of people that you're just drawn to them because of the glory of God that's on them, and that's, that's how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be radiant with the glory of God in our lives. And I believe the more we meditate on the glory of God, the more the glory of God begins to illuminate out of us into the lives of people everywhere that we go. It's mine and your responsibility to look in the perfect law of liberty, the word of God, and allow that to become the reflection of who we are. You ever put light into a mirror? What do you do? It's bright, right? It shines, it's so bright. You ever put your phone down right there on your on your console of your car, and that if the if the light hits it, it hits you in the eye, and you go, Where does that come from? Or somebody's white, what's that the reflect? It's not even the light itself, it's the reflection of the light. It's the reflection you are a reflection of the glory of God. I I'm supposed to be a reflection of the glory of God. But if you become dull of hearing, You're not going to be a very good reflection because a dull mirror doesn't throw off very good reflection, right? Come on. And so you can never become a dull of hearing. And and Pastor Cassie and the team, that was a new song, right, that y'all just wrote? the, the, The feast. I want to talk about the feast that we're going to eat this morning because we're going to eat a feast. Amen. We're going to eat a feast this morning. you got to feast on the Word of God. And as you feast on the Word of God, it, it's, it's medicine to your soul. It's strength to your body. It gives you the ability to do what you're called to do, uh, which you couldn't do on your own natural ability. Uh, I, I enjoy, we just finished our football camp this week. We had over 60-something kids come to know Jesus at the football camp for the first time. Amen? Give God the glory. Amen? Give God the glory. And, and during a, a week like that, because you go so long and everything's so hard and you're outside for four or five hours at a time in that heat. You better fuel your body correctly in order for you to be able to do it for four days straight. Amen? So you, you have to make sure that you're doing But good athletes do that anyway. They are constantly feasting on something that's going to help them perform to the ability that they are trying to perform at. And I believe too many times we as Christians are not feeding enough on the good stuff in order for us to reflect what God's trying to reflect through us in the world that we live in. We've got to get better at feasting on the word of God on a regular basis so that we can allow the illumination of what we're feasting on become a reality of what's taking place in our life. Amen. Come on. Get excited about that. That's good. That's good preaching right there, Pastor Rick. Amen. Come on. That's good stuff. Now, we've been focusing uh, on a few different things, but the focus that our our main focus is the glory of God. Amen. The glory of God, a revelation, knowledge of the glory. Show me your glory, Lord. Show me your glory, Lord. Show me. How many of y'all wake? How many of y'all say that every day? Come on, get your hands up. I know there's people out here that say, you're saying it, or you make a conscious effort to do it as much as you possibly can. You're saying, show me your glory. Show me your glory. But go look in the mirror. Hello. Go look. Come on, wake up in the morning. Hello, glory. Ha! Come on. What are you waiting for? You have been given the glory of God that lives on the inside of you for a purpose. That glory is supposed to be illuminating out of us. That's what we're called to do. We're glory carriers, amen? You and I are called to carry the glory of God. Christ in me, Christ in you, the hope of glory. You have been called to glory. Say, I've been called called to glory. glory. If you're wondering what the calling on your life is, you have been called to glory. That's what the word of God says, and we're going to look at that this morning. The calling on our life is not different. I am called to glorify God in everything that I do in my life. That's the calling that's on my life, to give God the glory. Whatever I do, I do it wholeheartedly as in the God, not as in a man, according to Colossians 3.23. Why? So that I can give God the glory for what he's doing in my life. Amen? If it's just for me to talk about what I've done, then my purpose and my motive is wrong, and that's not the glory that God's talking about. That's the glory of man. Come on. The glory of God is when you allow Jesus to be high and lifted up in your life, and you give Him the glory for everything that's taking place in your life. I want to look at some scriptures this morning. Say this with me. I got a daddy. Amen. Say, I got a daddy. I got a daddy. If you don't understand the re- revelation knowledge of who you, whose you are, then you will never walk in what you were called to walk in. You can, you have to grab a hold of this. I have an amazing dad. I, I thank God for my dad. I love my dad, but he is nothing compared to my Abba Father. And if you don't have a relationship, an intimate relationship of the reflection of what the father is supposed to be to you, then you will never fully walk in that all that God has called you because he's the father of glory. Amen. Say the father of glory, the father of glory is my daddy. My dad. So I'm a child of glory. Come on. That's me. That's you. I'm a child of glory. You're a child of glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Think about that. Amen. Glory to God. You have been given the glory of God. The glory of God lives in in the inside of each and every one of us. We are children of glory. Amen. I'm preaching myself happy up here. Okay. All right. Let's just, uh, let's go. You know what? You know what I do? My wife, she sees my my notes all the time because I get up really early and I'll, I got 78 scriptures here on the glory of God. So I just keep, I've been meditating on this and just letting it incubate on the inside of me. And you, you see a couple of weeks ago, the glory of the glory cloud rested in this place. And it's even in here today, but the glory of God is manifested in the, in the cloud and in fire. And it's there to, to, to cleanse and to, and to rest upon you. And you can get heavy with the glory of God in your life. Amen. And people will want to do things for you that they don't know why they want to do it. It's because of the glory of God that's resting upon you. Amen. You've you got to see this. And, it's, it's, and he's no respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. You and I have got to have believe that the glory of God rests upon us. If we don't believe it, it rests upon us, it's not going to be upon us. Come on. You, you can't have something that you don't believe in. Amen. So there's a lot of scriptures here. But, so I need 78 of them, amen? Y'all ready to take a you know, scripture journey here? No, I'm going to go, we're going to start off in the middle of this and, and try to, I want to look at some things specifically in Psalms, and y'all don't have to turn there because I'm going to go through these really fast, okay? So, but if you want to go back and listen to the, uh, the, the CD or listen to it on live stream, go for it if you're watching by way of internet and so forth. Uh, it says Psalms 57.5, be exalted, O God, above the heavens, let your go- glory be above all the earth. Now, how many of y'all know that we are seated with Jesus in heavenly places far above all principality, power, might, and dominion? So when with this prophecy is going forth, god he, they're saying something here that can give you and I revelation knowledge about where we're seated. We're seated in the glory of God. Hello. That's a hard thing for a lot of people to comprehend. The reality, the revelation that you and I have to walk in is we have to see ourselves seated in heavenly places far above all principality, power, might, dominion. We are to rule and reign with Christ Jesus. That's walking in the glory of God. If you're just walking in your own natural ability, you will not see the glory of God manifest in your life like you want it to manifest in your life. You have to set your affections on the reality of where you are in your royalty. You are you and I are children of the most high God, amen? You and I are children of, I've got to constantly fight thoughts that I'm Ricky, little Ricky, way back, you know what I'm saying? That, that I've got to constantly fight thoughts. I had to get to the point in my life where I don't think about my old self anymore. I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ, the hope of glory, lives in me. You know, and you and I, the more you and I meditate on that, the bigger it gets on the inside of us. And then you can release the glory everywhere you go. What is that when the pastor Justin or myself or Joe or, or Ken or Dr. Savell, when we're lay, when we lay hands on people, we're not, we're not doing this. This isn't our natural ability to go and lay hands on people. It's the glory of God being released into the lives of people to heal and touch their bodies. It's not us. It's the, it's the glory of God that's in us. You know, show me your glory. He's looking for you to allow his glory to flow through you. Hmm. Oh, come on. Okay. We'll keep going here. Think about this, you know, in Psalms, Psalms eight, the angels, I'm getting ahead of myself. Should I wait, Lord? Okay. All right. So the reality of this, the angels, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They're in awe. You know what? They look from the heavens and they're in awe. If you go look in Isaiah chapter six. And they're looking at the glory. You know why they're? Because the glory of God has been dispensated onto you and me. That's, a, that, that's why they say in Psalms 8, they say, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you would crown him with your glory? Your glory. What, is, what are you doing? Do you, why are you really putting your glory on these men? Angels, are, and then you want us to answer to what they're telling us? That's what the angel, that's why two, a third of them jumped, bail. They were like, hey, well, we ain't doing, that. those guys need help. And we do that, what did he do? He helped us by giving his glory to us. He helped us, and what did what? Adam and Eve were clothed in the glory of God. Satan stole that from him. Jesus bought it back for us. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, what you and I have to do, and this is what Pastor Justin said, behold, you have to meditate on this. You've got to incubate this. You've got to let this continuously wash you so that you're not thinking like your old self anymore. You're thinking like your new man. You're thinking constantly about, hey, I, the glory of God lives in me. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. The Spirit, as a child of God, the Spirit of the Lord. Okay, let's go over there real quick. I'm, get, I'm just getting, y'all getting me excited. It's your fault. <laughs> Glory to God! Let's go to Isaiah for just a second. I'm going to turn right here in my Bible. Forget my notes. Let's go to Isaiah, chapter 60. I tell you what. Before we go over there, you can go over there. I'm going to read this. What I was telling you just a minute ago. In the year in verse in chapter six of Isaiah it says, "In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple." How many of you know we are the temple of the living God? Whoo, come on. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain, he covered his face. And with twain, or two, he covered his feet. And with two, he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. You and I are the glory of God. Hello? Christ in me, we're the ones that are filling the earth. Remember that song? I see the Lord seated on his throne. Remember that? Exalted in the train of his robe, It fills the temple, the temple with glory. You know how it goes. Come on. Come on. I don't want to going there, right? My wife's taking me like Rick, Rick, come on now. So I tease her about being on the platform every once in a while. But the reality of the glory of God that's in us. The train of his robe is you and I. We we are who we are an extension of God everywhere where they go. Jesus is the head, we're the body. Right? Come on, right? Amen. Get it. The, you, you, though you, the more you think and ponder on this, the more you will release this everywhere that you go and in everything that you do. So that, that's when everything that you put your hand to will prosper. So when you're walking into a business deal or you're walking into a relationship or you're walking into, uh, any situation that you have, then you're able to realize that not, I'm just not walking in here by myself. I just, the, the glory of God is in me. It's on me. I'm anointed to do this at a level the world isn't familiar with for the glory of God. And I've got, you and I have got to walk in that in every aspect of life, whether it's with our kids, whether it's with their school, no matter what we're doing, no matter where we're going, every decision that we make, we have the opportunity to release heaven on earth through the glory of God. Whoo, that's exciting. He trusts me. Remember earlier, that word that was coming. He trusts us. He trusts us. He trusts us. How can you send your son? Because he believed in us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever. Say, I'm a whosoever. Say, I'm a whosoever. 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 Believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Why? So the glory of God will be manifested upon you. So there's the angels. Look at Isaiah 60. Hopefully y'all went over there instead of following me to the other one. See how good y'all listen, right? Arise and shine, says verse chapter 60. Arise and shine, for the light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen where? Upon you. Whoa, oh, whoa. Upon me? Yes, upon me, upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness the people. How many know there's a dark earth we live in today? It's ugly out there. But you know what? You're not. But the Lord shall, but the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee, upon me, everywhere that I go. His glory is on me. Amen? This is so good. And the Gentiles. So the heathens are going to come. I'm telling you what. I was, this camp was different that we just did. We have done, we have cast, we have done a ton of sports camps. And, and on the first, we had two camps in one this week. First two days, we had the third through fifth graders. And the, usually we have about 40% of the kids get saved for the first time. That, that, we busted that out the, we, we had We had almost 90% of the kids in both camps get saved. There was only four kids in the first camp, and they all go to church here. <coughs> Come on. I'm glad they're saved. I'm glad they know that they're saved. Amen. Thank you for our children's department. Amen. Isn't that something? That's so cool. Why? Because what? The glory of God is on us, and the Gentiles Gentiles are just people that don't have a relationship with God. They just, And that's all that a Gentile is, so they don't have the relationship that we have with God. Once you become a child of God, you are in covenant with God. Amen? I'm in covenant with God. So the Gentiles should come to their light, kings to the brightness of their rising. Go down a few scriptures here. Verse 5, it says, Then thou shalt see and flow together. Are we flowing together this morning, or what? Thy heart shall be, uh, uh, thy heart shall fear and be enlarged, because of the abundance of the seas shall be converted unto thee. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. I'm telling you right now, we are the 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 harvest is right is ripe right now. But everybody knows if you've ever done any kind of harvest, and that's the time. The the planting's easy, the plowing's easy, but when you go, when you're trying to bring the stuff in, Amen. Bringing in the sheaves. Remember, Jesse always sings that. You know, when you're bringing, that's the work. You got to go get them. Amen. It's harvest time. Let's go get some. It's, you know, not just harvest. Now, come on. It's not just harvest time in the natural realm where people are. It's harvest time where your finances are concerned. It's harvest time where your kids are concerned. It's harvest time where your business deals are concerned. It's harvest time in every area of your life. But you know what? You need to be about your father's business, not doing what you think you need to do. Because the glory of God's not, not responsible to make sure that what you're doing, what you naturally feel like you're supposed to do, is supposed to manifest His glory in it. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people, oh sweet beloved Christian people, that get their plans and they get their they're going after their dreams, what they want to do, but haven't they haven't consulted God about one of them? They want God to get involved in what they're doing. But I mean, let me tell you something. What's so cool about God, when you get involved in what he's telling you to do, whatever you have on the inside of you, he'll make sure manifest as well. Because, see, God places those desires on the inside of you. If you wait upon the Lord, he will make sure those desires will manifest for you. You won't have to try to make those desires manifest for yourself. Glory to God. Glory. And it's sweatless victory. Amen. It's the sweatless victory. It's not you trying to toil. If I can just get this or get this person over here and put this person over here. No. When you're doing what God, it all just easy. Yeah. Just walk right in. You feel like they just handed you everything. And you know they did. Because the glory of God has gone before you. Yeah. Make all the crooked places straight. And then all of a sudden the manifested power of God, hello, has showed up. Amen. And you begin to receive that which God has in store for you. What you placed in your heart to begin with. All right. So Isaiah, you see this going on. The multitude of the camels shall cover thee. The drum. This is what he talks about, the flocks of, look at this, because I was talking just a minute ago about your finances too. Look at this. The multitude of camels shall cover thee, the dromedaries of the Midian, and the F of, I guess I you say it, all they, shall, uh, all they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense. They shall show forth the praises of the Lord. Who are they bringing it to? They're bringing it to us. That's the wealth of the sinners laid up for the just. Amen? Your Dr. Trevelle minister that a lot. You know, the wealth of the sinners. And that's me. Say, I'm the, I'm the just. The flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together unto thee. The rams of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar I guess, and so uh, shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with an acceptance of on my altar, and I will glorify the house of my glory. I will glorify the house of my glory. This is not the temple. This is the house. This house is exploding with the glory of God. This house is going to continue to rise to such a level that it's going to draw men from the north, the south, the east, and the west. This house, we are the temple of the Lord that live in this house, that come and abide in this house. We're called to this house. Amen? You better know what house you're of. I'm the house of Seville, Amen? Hallelujah. Surely the isle shall wait for me, in verse 9, and the ships of Tarshish first to bring my sons from there from afar okay so your sons that we've been talking about that so your sons and daughters have been out doing everything else that they want to do besides following the will of God for y'all they're coming to you yeah. why when you allow the glory of God to rise upon you when you allow the glory of God to rise upon you, the glory of God's going to draw the, what you need in your life to you, because whatever God's told you to do something, he's going to make sure the provisions there, he is the provider, Jehovah Jireh is his name, and he will make sure it's there for you, and if it's your kids that you've been believing for, you just focus yourself on the glory of God, arise, and allow it to, rise you rise up, I love the, Chip Brim's going to be at our men's, this little plug-in for our men's retreat down in the fall ship brim will be here and he'll be ministering to our men. but one he talks about that word arise right there it's "come," come up to another level and he talks about it's got to come up from the inside of you you got to know who you are on the inside before it ever takes place on the outside but you've got to let that incubate come on you got to see yourself walking this out what how do you do that meditating the word day and night you're meditating on the glory of God what am i we are seeing the glory of God because we're focused on the glory of God you have to trust the glory of God. God's going to lead you and direct you by his glory. Yes. Come on. Glory yes. to God. I get excited. Because he hath glorified thee. Isn't that wonderful? At verse 9. To bring the sons from afar, their silver and their gold with them. Hmm. Unto the name of the Lord thy God and to the Holy One of Israel, because He hath glorified thee. See there? He has glorified man, this is good. Come on. This is good stuff. He has glorified thee. Oh, I'm just a poor, broke. No, you're not. You know, you don't know what I've been through, but Jesus did and he paid for it already. Was his blood not enough? Come on. He has done it all for us so that we can walk in his glory. We've got to have the gall and audacity to say it's mine. It's mine. It's, it's mine. It's mine. You've, you and I have got to stir ourselves up in our most holy faith so we can receive the glory of God in our lives. It goes on. You can read the rest of that chapter. And then it's continuation is in Psalm 61. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me huh, to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me. You know what? You can't go preach the word of God that God's called you to go if you haven't received everything else that he talked about before that. Seriously, I see it all the time. People want to just go. Are you filled up with everything that God needs you to be filled up with before you ever go? Because I can't tell you how many ministers you see that never make it. Never make it. I I went to the cemetery, and I'm telling you, there are so many people that died there. Amen? Spiritually. Seminary. I went to the cemetery. Okay, so just catch all up to that. All right? They, they never, they, and they, they've never gone anywhere from that standpoint because you, you, if you don't have a revelation of who you are when you walk outside these walls, the devil's going to kick your rear. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll make you broke, busted, and disgusted. It all stems from the revelation. I love my, one of my first mentors in ministry, Dr. Leroy Kemp amazing man of God. He is in his 90s right now. He just retired from teaching ministerial students at the university. And what he would tell you, the main thing is to get the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is your relationship with God. Not how many books you read, not how many or books you write, not how many sermons you preach, not how many people how many you get saved. You got to understand, if you're going to have longevity in ministry, whew, and he had over 65 years of ministry. If you're going to have longevity in ministry, you're gonna, it's going to come from your intimate relationship with God, not how many people you minister to. Because if you don't have a relation of who you are, you won't last in the ministry. Because the devil don't play fair, and he comes at the leaders more than he comes at anybody else. Yeah. And you've got to stay rock solid. And you and I have got to understand and know that w- the glory of God has been dis, dis- What's that word? Dis- has been, yeah. Has been given to us. Yeah. Very, <laughs> my wife with her two degrees, thank you for that. Very, very well done. Okay, so... <laughs> you know you got to have a higher education to be able to get to the word given okay it's been given to us amen she so can go look at this meditate on this what am i doing what are you doing you and i are getting a revelation knowledge of who we are in christ jesus we have to get that what do you do you meditate on it you see it okay that's so let's go over i want to take you to the new testament because there's a few things that i want you to grab a hold of before we get out of here today and it's so good oh my goodness i get so excited man i get so I get so filled with the glory of God even at my house that I don't want to go anywhere. You know what I mean? It's like, but you want to take it with you. Amen. It's so good. You know, and uh and Jesus tried to get this to us continuously. He tried to help us with this. Go to John chapter 17. John chapter 17. If you go look in this scripture, in John 17, he talks about the glory. He starts off in the very beginning of this chapter. The Father, the hour come, glorify thy son, that thy son may also be glorified with thee. So he starts talking about the glory from the very beginning of this chapter. But I want you to pick up in verse 21. This is what, so this is the revelation knowledge that we as believers have to continue to cultivate on the inside of us because everybody wants to tell us that you don't deserve that or you don't have, you know what, we didn't, but now we do because we received Jesus and God doesn't look at us through us. He looks at us through Jesus who paid the price for us to have our, our intimate relationship with him. Amen. So in, in John chapter 17, verse 21, that they all may be one as thou father art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. Come on. That the world may believe that thou hast sent me, and the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. Come on. Yeah. I and them, and you and me, that they may be made perfect in one, that the world may know that thou hast sent me and has loved them as thou hast loved me. Okay, so this is red, right? Red letters win, right? Red letters win. So this is Jesus talking. So in order for us to really experience this, we're going to have to really try to change our way of thinking. Because I I can't tell you how many believers, Christians, good-hearted, wonderful Christians that Pastor Justin, myself, Joe, Ken, Pastor Annette, they'll come to us and they're going to tell us about what they used to be like rather than what they are now. And so they're still living in yesteryears rather than recognizing the revelation that they have, that they are a child of the most high God, that God lives on the inside of them. And the greater one, greater is he that is in them than he that is in the world. But they're going to tell you about everything else that's going on in the world. Well, what more revelation do they have? They're looking into the law of the world. You and I have got to continuously look into the law of liberty, freedom, so that we can walk in the revelation knowledge that God's called us to walk in. You can't be a double-minded man. You can't be in the world and, and of the world. You, gotta be out, you can be in the world, but you've got to be of God. Oh, come on. And you've got, you've got to be fueled up in order to go out there. Come on. So good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And now, O oh Father, glorify me together with yourself for the glory which I had with you before the world was. And it goes on. Look at this. Now, Galatians. Well, Let's go to Romans. This is so good, Lord. Okay, Romans eight seventeen. Go to Romans eight seventeen, And it says, and if children, I'm just gonna read this to you. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, and the deed we suffered with him that we may also be glorified together with him. So the glory of God is still trying to manifest on us. And second, you can just listen to this for a second. I'm gonna read these scriptures to you and I'll stop here in a second when we get to Ephesians. But in 2 Corinthians three eighteen but we all with unveiled face, Beholding as in the mirror, the glory of God are being transformed into the image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. Well, how are you being, you you have a DNA. I preached this a couple of weeks ago, or about a month ago when we were in Denver, Colorado. And I preached about that. You have the DNA of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you. Once you ask Jesus to come in, first say, I have a daddy. Say, I have a daddy. You know, whenever you have a daddy, you got to take a DNA test, right? To make sure that that is really the daddy. Amen? Amen. Come on. Just, you know, the world we live in today. And people right now are trying to get their lineage. They want to find out. So they'll get their DNA test and they want to go find out where they came from. Amen? Well, you came from El Shaddai. Amen? He is the great I am. And your DNA is now in him, which is in Christ Jesus. And he gave you the inheritance of your promise. The earnest of your inheritance is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit now lives on the inside of you to lead you, guide you, and direct you into all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen? So isn't that exciting? So, But you and I have got to walk in that revelation, not just know about that revelation. Come on. That verb when it says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall see. See, the truth of the truth, whether you like it or not. But the word right there, no, there's a verb saber and conocer in Espanol. So when you look at Spanish, you got the word saber, which is a factual knowledge of something. But then you have the word conocer. That word is conocer, which means you have an intimate, you know what, you have been intertwined with it, relationship with this. It has become a part of you. I like, I know my wife. You know how it says in the Bible? And he knew her, and then they had a child, right? Come on, get your motor running there, okay? That's how. That's how. Seriously, because people think, "Well, I know what that says, Pastor Rick." You hear that? Well, I know it. But no, get your butt out the way. Come on, you and I have a, have the DNA of God Almighty living on the inside of us by the Holy Spirit that Jesus sent for us. And that's why he told the disciple, go into Jerusalem until you be endued with power. Till so it comes in the of you. Look, it's been on you and around you, and you've experienced it, and you've seen some great and mighty things. But you and I have got to walk in something different. So he said, go into Jerusalem until you be endued with power. What? The Holy Ghost came, and it came, and it came inside of them. Ooh, that's the glory. that's the earnest of our expectation of who we are. See, we're just seeing. That's why he said we're just seeing dimly, glim- We're just seeing glimpses of who we really are in Christ when we meditate on the anointing of God, the glory of God that rests on the inside of us. That's what I believe. Even before in the Old Testament, that's what came on David. That anointing, that glory, came on David, Samson. When he, t- there's no natural ways for people to do what Samson and David did. But when that anointing, that glory of God, shows up on somebody, boom, you can do anything. Woo, it gets me excited. Yeah. Pastor Jeff, he did a little dance of the other day. It makes you want to do like that. Amen. They broke bricks. This is Bronson over here. Bronson, wave at everybody. There you go. Bronson and his dad. They did a. They, his dad was a part of the power team for years and they have ultimate strength now, but he has a world record, the Guinness Book of World Record for most bricks broken. You know, they go in the crash of bricks. So on the Wednesday night, some of you were out there, they broke bricks. Hey, Amen. And so they, uh, Bronson actually beat his dad's world record on Wednesday night and he, and he broke, tw- he broke 22 of them. And so, uh, so, you know, those are those good sized bricks and big stack of them. So he made it look like. Nothing. And his dad told me, he says, you know what's amazing is Bronson. He's only 17 years old. Amen. So 17, there's there's an anointing on his life. Amen. You got to recognize that. that There's an anointing on all of you. I can't be Bronson though. I got to be me. Come on. You can't try to be somebody that you're not. Amen. And what you have to do is just because that worked for somebody else doesn't mean that's going to work for you. You've got to hear what it is God's telling you to do, and that's when the glory of God will show up for you, even if you don't think naturally you can do it. But if you'll trust God with what he's telling you to do, boom, you'll be able to do it. And you'll look at, I never thought that could happen. Well, you, God did because he asked you to do it. Amen? He's good like that. Amen? It's amazing to me what he does for us and through us just because we're willing to take a step out in faith. Amen? Oh, I'm excited. This is good. So we go from glory to glory, amen? From faith to faith, is from glory to glory. And it's, don't be like a man. It says in James chapter one, don't look, be like a man who looks at himself in a mirror and then forgets what he looks like, right? The only way you can do that is you got to look and Women, they can put their makeup on. If they're they've been there for a while. They can put their makeup on, no mirror, no anything, and just walk it and just look like it's perfect. Hello, how'd that happen? It's because they looked at themselves enough to know where everything is, amen? Right? We are creatures of habit, Right? And don't, you know, they spend hours in front of that mirror at times, so they know what they look like. Amen? That's That's a good thing. Well, see, we need to spend hours in front of the mirror of the Word of God of the glory of God, if you want to see the glory, if you're saying, why is the glory of God manifesting for them? And how come God's doing this? There's testimonies right now, people in our church getting houses, getting uh, cars given to them, getting, I mean, God is just keeps doing things for people and people are going, why not me? Because you know what? You're not meditating on the right thing. Okay. You just showed us right there when you went, why not me? You know, it's because you're thinking like that rather than thinking I'm next. Right. Come on that's got to be your thought process when thing, those kind of things are happening what you got to focus what you what you look like you're you're not the glory of God he's no respecter of persons he's a respecter of mind of your faith how does faith come faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God faith calleth those things that be not as though they were it's right past that scripture right there that we just read yeah, faith speaks yes. you and I've got to speak it on a regular basis amen yeah. all right continue let's continue a few more scriptures y'all y'all getting this Let's go to Ephesians. That's when I told you we'll go together. Oh, Jesus. Pastor Justin started going in this direction last Sunday, and I just got excited. Because Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessing and heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Heaven predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ, according to his good pleasure and his will. This is God's will. For us to be adopted into the glory of God. This is God's desire for us to be adopted into the... He's talking about adoption right now. He's telling us, look, I have adopted you through Jesus Christ. Get a revelation of this. Meditate. If you want to just stay in in Ephesians chapter 1 and incubate for a little while and think about everything that it's saying to you, look at it in the Passion Translation, look at the Amplified Translation, look at it in so many... You will see that this is what God predestined for you and I to walk in, sons of glory. Woo! says this, to the praise of the glory of his grace. To the praise. How is God going to get glory? Through you? Through me? Come on. Yes, amen, brother Rick. Preach it. Hallelujah. woo! Praise wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Wherein it abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. You go on down there. Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation, that's that word I was looking for, dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ. Say, I'm in Christ. Not in crisis. (laughs) Come on, there you go. Both which are in heaven and which are on the earth, even in him. In who? In Jesus, right? Say, I'm in Jesus. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Woo! I like an inheritance. Amen? Inheritance are good. Amen? I mean, somebody else went and did it all for you, and they're just going to give it to you. That's pretty good. Amen? I like that. Jesus did it for me. He did it for you. There's no respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. So look, at why God blessed him like that? Well, he can bless you like that if you'll just put your faith in them. Come on, in that area of your life. After the counsel, okay. Look at this. uh, Predestinates according to the purpose of Him who worketh all things after the counsel of His own will, that we should be to the praise. What? Here it is again. That who? We. That we should be to the praise of His glory. It doesn't say that Jesus should be to the praise of His glory, does it? I'm just asking you. I'm gonna make sure here because people want to. This is saying we, right? We means me and you, right? Are we on the same page there? Are we getting this? That Say, that's me. Oh, that's good. In whom you also trusted, after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom after that you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. There's that earnest expectation that I was talking about. There's what they got on the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit comes to live on the inside of you. You have an unction to function. You know all things. Amen? What is that? That's the Holy Ghost. Woo! Hallelujah. Some of you need to drink a little bit more. Okay. Which it says verse 14, which is the earnest of our inheritance. If you think it's going to be dull in heaven, you got another thing coming to you. You think you're going to be some scholarly looking person sitting over here studying your Bible. No, the Bible's going to be walking around with you. You get to go here and preach every day if you want to. Come on. It's going, to be, huh? it's going to be fun. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 Woo. Until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto, the pra- unto what? The praise of his glory. Woo. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, make a mention of you in my prayers. Look at this. Here it is. Here it is. You ready? You ready? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Are you ready? That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. The Father of glory. The Father of glory. That's a hard, you say it's not hard for me. It's not. Say it's not hard for me, Pastor Rick. That is, that is not hard. For, say, it, say it again. It is not hard for me, hard for me. To, receive the glory of God. to receive the glory of God. Huh? I'm a child of glory. Child say it. Glory. I'm, a glory. I'm a child of glory. It doesn't matter what you feel like. It doesn't matter what grandma, you know, sold to you and you bought. It, it matters what the Word of God says. Say, I'm a child of glory. I'm a child of glory. See, it doesn't matter what your daddy looked like. It doesn't matter what your heritage is in the natural realm. You're a child of glory now. Amen? Amen. May give unto you the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and the knowledge of him. So the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened, and we would know what is the hope of our calling. This is what the Word of God says. God's going to unveil, it, unveil this to us as we receive him as our Father of glory. I've got a couple more scriptures for you because you've got to know that you're called to glory. It's just not a part of 1 Peter chapter 5. Say, I'm called. To the, to the glory of God. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10. Hmm. It says here, but the God of all grace, say grace. grace. Who hath called us unto his eternal glory. Who has what? Called us. Called us. So what's your calling? Glory. What's your calling? Glory. So you see this all the time with young ministers. They'll say, what you're calling? What are you called to do? I'm called to glorify Jesus. I'm called to carry the glory of God. I'm a glory carrier. I'm a glory carrier. That's my job is to carry the glory of God everywhere I go and everything I do. That's my job. I am called to carry the glory of God. I don't matter what my old lifestyle looks like. It doesn't matter anymore because I'm called to carry the glory of God. Who had called us unto, and this is what's so cool, that glory never leaves us. See, we're just learning how to walk in it right now. That's why he says we see dimly. We just see a little bit of what we're walking in right now. A little bit of you. See, when you see that glory of God, you get a little bit excited. When all of a sudden something happens for you, wow, God did that for me. And you get excited. That's the glory of God. And it gets bigger. And you do something else. And God does something else for you. And you get more excited. And you're like, wow, that's really cool. And so what happens? Is that Those are glimpses of the glory of God. But, man, just imagine when we get to heaven, ain't no devil around here. And the glory of God is just manifesting on you all the time. Woo. That's what we said. So the reality of it is the more revelation knowledge that you allow the Holy Spirit to unveil to you, the greater the glory will manifest in your life. Amen. Yes. Amen. So we've got to spend some time with the glory. Amen? Amen. Spend time in the glory, and when you walk out, the glory will go with you like you want it to go with you. It's always with you, but you're going to have a revelation of it like you've never had before in your life because you're meditating on it. The more you meditate on it, the more it will manifest. The more you meditate on it, I don't have time. You know what? Put a CD on before you go to bed. Put, it, put, it, put the word, word of God in your ears all the time. When you're driving to the store, when you're driving, let the glory of God be manifested in everything that you're doing. You talk about it. You, you drink it. You eat it. Here's another. Let everything be established by two or three witnesses, right? So look in, uh, let's see. The other one is 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 12. Verse 12 says that you walk worthy of God who hath called you. These are two different writers right here Paul and Peter, right? So, two different witnesses, right? That you would walk worthy of God who hath called you. What's what's that called? He's calling. He's calling. He's calling. He's calling. He's calling. It's like Dr. Phil talks about Willie. Willie! You know, God's calling you. Joe! Come on. Stuart! Cassie! He's calling. He's calling you what? He's calling every one of us to glory. He's calling us to glory. Glory. Can you turn around? Somebody says glory to God? Turn around. Come on. Because the glory of God may have manifested on you. Glory to God? Come on. Come on. And wasn't that amazing that uh, illustration you seen Doctor Dr. Vell talk about, where the glory of God shone so light on him he's walking through the he's walking through the mall and some lady's just following this light. She don't know what it is, but she's following that light. When she gets there, the Lord tell her when she when she gets to him, she's going to be healed, right? So he touched her and got healed. What was that? The glory of God. Well, he just he's walking in a revelation of the glory of God in his life, but he's giving God the glory for all of it to yeah. begin with. Amen. Yeah. It doesn't, not by my own might or my own hand have I done this. It's by the glory of God that lives in us. Yes. Just think about this. We, we, what, we should be known and we are going to be known as a glory church. Mm. Come, Come on. on. Yes. We are the glory church. Amen. Yes. You want me to prove it to you? Mm-hmm. Come on. Last thing uh, Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter five. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 27. He's talking about the church. First, let's go up a few verses here. He's talking about the relationship between a husband and a wife. Now, I'm gonna throw this nugget out there for you gentlemen. The Lord told me years ago, this is before I ever met my wife and I was counseling a young couple before they were getting married. And the Lord told me to tell him, he says, the way you love your wife is the way I'll love you. And and this is the scripture that he took me to. The way you love your wife is the way God will love you. So if you ever get to a point in your time in life, men, where you don't feel like the windows of heaven, have you opened up the windows of heaven for your wife? Are you being a blessing to them? Are you, are you, come on. Mm, that's that pastoral priest. That's you, Pastor Justin. If you're watching right now, that's your fault. That's that pastoral knowing that sets in here to let us be able to pastor you, to let you know, God, some of the breakthrough that you're believing for in your in your life is linked, specifically connected with the people that are closest to you. Because it's easy to love the outside world. How about the people that are closest to you? Come on. Hmm. Okay, faith because faith work is by how? What's love got to do, got to do with it? Say everything. Amen. amen. Okay, so you got to love, amen, even your wife. I don't know why I did that, but that's, somebody need that. Amen, hallelujah. Verse 27. So this is talking about how husbands should love their wives, and it's a representation here. But look at the bottom of this, in verse 27, that he might present it to himself. This is God. A glorious church, not having spot, or wrinkle, or any such thing, that it should be holy and without blemish. Without blemish. Without blemish. You and I are the glorious church without spot or blemish. Why? How? By the washing of the water by the word. So the more time we spend meditating on the glory of God, it's washing us. It's cleansing us from all of our impurities through the glory of God won't share his glory with anybody. So if it's you in the flesh, there ain't going nothing going to happen yet in your life. You got to get your flesh out the way because flesh thinks. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He who sows through the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. He who floats through the spirit sows to the spirit shall of the spirit reap an everlasting harvest in that. Yeah. Amen. So, what are we doing? We focus on the glory of God. God, how can I give you glory? How can I do something for you, Lord? What am I doing for you here, Lord? Tell you what, we can just finish this up. This is your offering message right here. Where, where, where are you right now where your finances are concerned? Because the reality of that, where that is concerned, is there is a reflection. I believe with all my heart, the way you give is a reflection of, of the glory of God that you see in your life. It's, it is for me. I can, you know why I can say that? Because it's for me too. The more revelation knowledge I have of how much God loves me, the easier it is for me to, when I do give, how fast it comes back to me. The faster, the faster I've, I've learned over the years when God says, Hey, I want you to sow this. It's the easiest thing for me to do now because I know that I've heard from God. And so when he tells me to do it, I don't think an eye, neither does my wife. I look at her and I say, God told me to do this. All right. You know, and usually if we, we talk to each other, one of us is, we're outbidding the other in the process of our giving opportunity. <laughs> Seriously, it's, it's fun like that. Because what all of you are saying, you're really, you're really tapping into the heart of God where your giving is concerned. Yeah. It's, it's no different in any other area of your life. You want to see the glory of God manifested in your life? Give God the glory where your area of your life is. If it's in your finances, give God the glory for it. Yeah. God, this is yours. This is yours. I want to be a blessing to you, God. I want to give you the glory where my finances are concerned, Lord. I want to, to be an extension of your glory where my finances are concerned. It is fun. It is a blessing when you can go and sow into somebody else's life, when you can buy something for somebody, and you don't have to think twice about it. You just want to do what it is that you, that you put in your heart to do. That's fun. Yep. What does that come from? A revelation of the goodness of God in your own life, the glory of God in your own because God has already been good to you. Freely you have received, what do you do? Freely you give. Why? Because the glory of God has been given unto you. It's easy for you to give that glory back unto somebody else. Right? Isn't that fun? It gets exciting. I get excited about it. You know, it's like, woo, come on. You can get Billy Brim go woo, I don't know. We're going to see Billy in a couple of weeks here. My wife can do that little hanky thing. She goes, it's, what's the glory of God? It gets you excited but that's in any area of your life whether it's finances relationships it doesn't matter what are we doing we're focusing on who we are in him not who we are naturally right. yes. yes come on that's it that 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 little lady with the two mites she's recognized man the glory of God is here that's God what do i have what can i give the king of kings and the lord of lords what can I do to be the blessing that He created me to be? That's me, that's you, that's your heart. That's our hearts continuously. Reflect upon it. The more you and I look into the perfect law of liberty, we know we can't outgive God. I, I love Or Roberts' testimony that I watched him sit on a Benny Hinn interview years ago, and I watched him, and Benny asked him about sowing and reaping. And when Benny he said, I want to know about seed time and harvest time. Right there on the broadcast, he says, Brother Roberts, I want to know what, I want to know about this, that you are the greatest teacher ever on seed time and harvest time. I want to know. And the first thing he told him is, is, when you give, it, it is given back unto you. And he took out like a $20 bill. I can't remember how much it was. He took out a, he said, Look, if I have this money, the thought process that has to, what is he, he's focusing on the glory. If God said it, that should settle it. Amen. So he said he got to the point in his life where when God said, give it, it would be given back unto you. Yeah. He said, I have always expected that the it is given back to me immediately. Yes. So he says, so if I were to give someone a $100 bill or a $50 bill, then immediately that's going to be given back unto me. So I'm not at loss. Come on. What is this? Oral Roberts spent time meditating on this. That's the reflection that he got from the word. It got so big on the inside of him. It was so easy for him to do what he did. We all have as a staff member here at the church in JSMI, we have on our plaques, no small thinking here. Where does it come from? Oral Roberts. We don't allow ourselves to think small because God's bigger than that. John Osteen, Joel Osteen, that big church down in Houston. He says, dream the biggest dream you've ever dreamed. And when you've dreamed the biggest dream you've ever dreamed, you haven't dreamed big enough. God is bigger than that. Yeah. What is that? He, they've gotten a revelation of the glory of God in their life where their finances are concerned. So when it came to giving, it was so easy for them to give. If God told them to sow, they sowed it without thinking about it immediately because it was going to be given back. And then a good measure Press down, shaking together, running over, men are going to give into your bosom. When you have that thought process, you're looking, you're just going, man, what, what do I need to do? What do you want me to do, Lord? How do you want me to sow? How do you want me to give? What do you want me to do with my finances? What do you want me to, what do you do with my vehicle? What do you want me to do with this? What do you want me to do with that? God gives you something, your first thought isn't, ooh, your first thought is, Lord, what is this for? What do you want me to do with this? Come on. Trust and obey, for there's no other way. To be happy. And that's what that what is it happens is you you go from glory to glory because you trust God with every aspect of your life. Amen. 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 Say I am, I am a glory carrier. Because I, I am a child, a child of, glory. of glory. I have the DNA, I have the DNA of, God of God Almighty, of God Almighty the, Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, which is the glory of God, which is the glory of God through Christ Jesus. Living in, me. Living in me. I am, I am the, the glorious church, glorious without, church. Spot without spot or blemish. In, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know what's so good about that? You didn't even have to go to California to get rid of the spot or blemish. I'm just kidding, that's fun. Some of you did anybody get that? Plastics, you know, not without spot everybody tries to get rid of their spots or the blemish? Okay. That's fun. Let's receive the tithes and the offerings. Gentlemen, if you'll go ahead and come on up, that'll be great. Do we have a video announcement to watch? And then I'm gonna come right back up here after. This.